Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Coming up on Believe in Soccer, the best of the rest. Players good enough to be considered the best of their generation, but never were. It's a conversation open for debate. We have it on the Shep Messing Daily Cast next. Welcome, everyone. This is Believe in Soccer, Shep Messing's podcast. My name is Steve Cangelosi. This week began with 38-year-old Zlatan Ibrahimovic opening his Serie A season, scoring twice for AC Milan. He jokingly referred to himself as Benjamin Button, defying youth. And due to the pandemic, roughly 1,000 spectators, that's all, were permitted to attend the match at San Siro. We who saw him play in MLS Shep Messing for a year and a half are not surprised that he can still do this. He wasn't MVP during his time here in the United States. He was simply the best player in MLS, wasn't he? I don't think there's any doubt, Steve. And, and look, first, when you talk about the best player, you talk about the physical attributes. How about the first touch when he came into a game, took the ball out of the air, over the shoulder, 40 yards, and hit it for a goal. But he's also a bigger-than-life character, right? So he's a personality. He draws attention. He draws criticism. But surely on the field, he could do it. Why invoke the names Latan today? Well, for one thing, that two-goal performance Monday marked his 23rd professional season of scoring goals. And it got us thinking about the legacy of the six foot five mammoth of a man. If he did not play in the age of Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, if he arrived, let's say 10 years earlier, would he have been considered the greatest player of his generation? He is not the only one we might characterize as such. Pelé introduced himself to the football universe with a title in the 1958 World Cup and would not conclude his career until Soccer Bowl 77, a game that Shep Messing played in and won. How many in that time might have been the best had they played in any other era? It's where we're going to go with this conversation, because I'll start with this, Shep. Putting together the Mount Rushmore of all-time greats doesn't seem to be difficult, does it? Is there any debate even that it's Pelé, Maradona, and the two present-day giants, Ronaldo and Messi? Well, Steve, there's so many different factors to this conversation. And, and you know, I think about it because I get asked that, often, right? Uh, My son came up to me one day uh, a couple of years ago, and he said, you know, Dad, you were either teammates with or played against, arguably, five of the greatest players in the history of the sport. I was teammates with Pelé, of course, Franz Beckenbauer. I was also teammates with Eusebio. I played against Johan Cruyff. So the list goes on and on. Look, when it comes to Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, for me, uh, I think they're right up there with Pelé and Maradona. But I looked at another list today, Steve. This list, again, they're not objective. It's a subjective discussion. This list, the greatest of all time, number one, Pelé, two, Eusebio, three, Maradona, four, the Brazilian Ronaldo, five, Beckenbauer, six, Cruyff, Seven, Puskas, the Hungarian superstar. Number eight, Lionel Messi. Nine, Platini. Ten, Di Stefano. So Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't even on it. Uh, 
look, for me, Pele will always be number one. Uh, but we always talk about a different era, a different generation. I, I think social media has affected things tremendously in every aspect of life and no different when it comes to thinking about who's the greatest soccer player of all time. And that social media probably cheats a bit some of the players from yesteryear. Now, the greatness of Pelé and Maradona do not overlap completely. By 1981, Maradona arrived at Boca Juniors following the 1982 World Cup. He was a world record transfer fee to Barcelona. The mantle, though, in many ways was passed from Pelé to Maradona as the world's top talent. That's a moniker Johan Cruyff probably never enjoyed. When we begin this conversation with best of the rest, the Dutchman is where you'd like to begin. Does Cruyff maybe arguably complete a top five list after the four that we mentioned as the gold standard? Is he next? Oh, I, I think in my mind for sure. And again, there is no objectivity to this discussion. I, I played against Cruyff, and I'll tell you what, no more scarier player in the world for a goalkeeper to be facing. He was so quick, so elusive, you couldn't tackle him, you couldn't knock him off the ball, and when he got in shooting range, you're in trouble. So the other thing to factor in, Steve, is, is in terms of era, the Bosman rule wasn't until the 1990s where it really allowed for freedom of movement of players. So mm -hmm. yeah, Cruyff predominantly played for Ajax, he did go to Barcelona, obviously for the Dutch national team, but today's modern players, where they're playing, especially a player like Wayne Rooney in the Premier League, uh, you know, worldwide attention, so lots of factors influence. You had Eusebio on that list that you referenced as number two. I'm not sure where that was sourced from, but this is another whose career almost completely coincides with Pelé, save for a couple of indoor games at the end of his career, and I'm sure you saw him then. Yeah, and again, those guys didn't move, right? Eusebio played for Benfica, and obviously for Portugal in the World Cup. Pelé, until he came to the Cosmos, only Santos. What would it have been like to see a Eusebio or Pele on Manchester United or, or Real Madrid or Inter Milan? So those guys in that era predominantly stayed with their home team, their first team that they signed with. Players so extraordinary, they could have been labeled best in the world, but never were. There is an Argentine on your list who played in the shadow of his countryman Maradona, Gabriel Batistuta, who actually scored more goals for Argentina than Maradona, a record that wasn't broken until Messi surpassed him in 2016. For his club, he was a legend at Fiorentina. Tell us about Batistuta, for those perhaps a touch too young. Yeah, well, look, he was a monster in terms of being able to score goals. He, he did end up uh, with Fiorentina, where he came to the attention of Europe. Uh, he had a brief spell with Roma, but again, it is so hard to pick this list. And we have to also reference that for the most part, when you think about the greatest of all time, it's not fair, but we're thinking about attacking players, right? Where does Maldini fit in? So Beckenbauer is an exception, but for the most part, we're talking about attacking players out of the midfield or pure strikers who score goals. Those who factor into the scoring, which is what get fans out of their seat. One more player in the era bridging Pelé and Maradona. 
Kurt Muller, like Pelé, another of the greatest goal scorers of his time, a Bayern Munich legend, and you did play against him in NASL, correct? Yeah, I did. And again, that's why I'm not objective, right? I'm, I'm talking about uh, uh, players that I was teammates with or played against. I also used to in the offseason, trained with Bayern Munich, so I saw a lot of Gerd Müller. Gerd Müller, when he came to the States, played for Fort Lauderdale for the Strikers, and, and we had some big battles. I'll tell you what, for anybody out there who doesn't, hasn't seen Gerd Müller, he's the exception in terms of body. He, he looks like a fire hydrant, right? Short, stout guy, didn't look athletic, but I'll tell you, he could get off a shot in a nanosecond. He could turn and hit that ball uh, with velocity in the blink of an eye. So Gerd Müller, uh, I put him right up there with one of the best ever. Was the importation of great European players, I don't want to say easier, but just so much more of a fabric of the game back in the 70s than it is today? I mean, Gonzalo Higuain comes to Inter-Miami, and we make a big deal out of that. The names that you've referenced here in the last few moments, these are giants of the world game. Yeah, I think it's definitely changed. Uh, we spoke to Alexi Lalas about it the other day, and the league that I played in, uh, maybe three Americans on the field, usually two defenders and a goalkeeper, but predominantly international players. And, and as you said, these were not just international players. These were legends of the game. Gordon Banks, Nani Kubias, of course, Beckenbauer, Canalia, Pele, Gerd Muller. Uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, Mike England came over. Everybody wanted to play in the United States. Now it's different in Major League Soccer. Uh, look, younger international players trying to make their bones here, make their name. Uh, play well here and get a big transfer to Europe. So, look, the game is always evolving, but that period of time, the greatest stars in the world wanted to be here, and they came. Do you think the MLS owners want these players now? Because there's always such a bottom line at this point in time in the league's history. This has been a seller's league, or at least that is what Don Garber, the commissioner, aspires this league to be, a seller's league. And if you're going to offset that, with 20, 30, $40 million purchases of a player, just in terms of strict salary expenditure, then kind of defeats the purpose. But you do have to sell it to your fan base. Look, it's a two-edged sword, Steve. And, and, and I, for one, think Major League Soccer has done an unbelievably good job of, of cementing this game in the public expansion. It's doing well, but the, but the big carrot, as you know, is television revenue. So the two-edged sword, if tomorrow you wave a wand and you brought Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo and, and put a star in every city, what, yeah, it would cost a lot of money, but you know the television contracts are coming due in a couple of years, and mm -hmm. how do you get that television revenue? I, I think you've got to go in. I think you've got to open the pocketbook take the risk, take the gamble, and I think television revenue would be there. Due to a global pandemic, the Ballon d'Or for World Player of the Year was never awarded. Uh, this is a year probably in which Robert Lewandowski, who scored more than 50 goals in all competitions for Bayern Munich, deserved to win. And yet, we're not sure that he would have. Gab Marcotti of ESPN often jokes that there are media throughout the world who simply don't know how to write a name other than Messi, 
or Ronaldo when they vote on these things. But let's push the conversation more to the modern era now. Neymar is just 28 years old, and maybe he will take his place someday as best player on the, on the planet. Is there time for that still for him? Uh, look, I'll go back to social media, right? Neymar, to me, bel- belongs in the conversation uh, with Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. But he left Barcelona because he didn't want to be in the shadow of, of Messi. Uh, and, and so, look, was, was going to PSG the right move for him? Who knows? But t- to your point about how the media affects these things, I, I-, I looked it up. Cristiano Ronaldo has about 400 million followers on, on social media. If he posts something on Instagram, he gets paid $850,000. So social media is, is controlling the media uh, presence in the world, and it affects how these guys have thought of. Let's turn to midfielders on your list. Iniesta. Success for club and country between 2008 and 2012 nationally. I mean, that was off the charts with Spain. Two Euros and a World Cup. With Barcelona for years after that, there were games and years that were extraordinary. I'll cut to the chase with this. Iniesta is the reason we watch the game, isn't he? You got that right, Steve. He, He is the essence of the beautiful game. The way he floats and sprays the ball around, what he could do under pressure in a tight space, uh, it, it, it's, it's a combination of theater and ballet and sport. He really is just so graceful how he dictates the tempo, the ebb and flow of the game. Did he get lost in the equation a little bit on those great Spanish teams and to an extent with Barcelona as well because of the guy who wore the 10 shirt? Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. And hey, look, he's he's not a he's not a dynamic presence off the field. Uh, very humble, very unassuming. Uh, he's he's the opposite of uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, both in physical appearance and both in in personality. So yeah, he absolutely got lost. There were two on your list that you emailed to me that surprised me: Luka Modric. And Wesley Schneider, why? Yeah, you know, again, forget the media and public perception. I'm talking about great, great players. Luka Modric, look, he's not under the radar screen. Everybody knows who he is, but he is not given, I think, due credit for for how good a player he is. Uh, He does it for Real Madrid. He did it for Croatia. I mean, he's a guy, you always look for a guy to carry the team on, on his shoulder. Uh, Luka Modric, that kind of player. Do you think that if he had one more win in his belt at the last World Cup, that worldwide perception would be so much stronger? Because here you would have the diminutive man, the guy who's soaking wet might be 150 pounds standing on top of the sports universe when you think about it. You're 100% right. And, and those are the moments in a career that can define you in a good way or a bad way. He did nothing wrong. But if they had pulled off that upset, uh, he, his face would be on the cover uh, of every magazine in the world. Let's go full circle by ending with a pair of players who plied their trade in MLS in the United States, Ibrahimovic and Wayne Rooney. 
What hurts their legacies maybe is that neither is synonymous with a great win for his respective country, right? In the case of Sweden's Latin's national team, we all agree that would be extraordinary. But he is in so many ways larger than life. And do you believe if it was not for Messi and Ronaldo, he would be considered the greatest player of his generation? Yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do, Steve. Again, you look at, forget the personality, which is big. The player himself is, is a freak of nature, really, in terms of his size, his agility, his athleticism, his, his skill on the ball. Name another player like that in, in the history of the sport. I, I can't. I really can't. As for Wayne Rooney, what you say is true as well. If Wayne Rooney uh, on, on an English national team could have done great things, uh, he would have been remembered in, an, in a different way. He was awesome, consistently awesome. Uh, you know, look, Everton, but at Manchester United, uh, he was the man. If he could have done it for England, uh, he'd be looked at differently. Uh, Rooney, though, probably takes a fraction of the blame when you look at those great England teams because he was part of the golden generation, supposedly, that never met expectations. The 11 that were supposed to deliver a World Cup glory for the first time since 1966 and never did. And I understand the English players, tell me if you agree, carry a weight many others do not. That's uh, totally true. Totally true. And it's really, it's unfair to them because if you, if you, look, I look at England back when I played, there were no international players there. There was no freedom of movement. There were work permit issues. That was a very pedestrian league. They were hard. They tackled hard. They didn't have a lot of skill. So England, the Premier League today, 70% of the players are international players and the coaches as well. So it's a totally different dynamic in terms of trying to put together that, that World Cup team. Domestically, he was England's player of the year four times, but never labeled the best of his generation throughout the world. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Believe in Soccer, the Shep Messing Daily Cast. A look ahead to our game this weekend. Thierry Henry at Red Bull Arena as coach of the visiting side, Montreal Impact, on the next edition. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.